You are now listening to the Whipped Cream Podcast with Bianca Harris. Welcome back to the Whipped Cream Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please do not forget to review and subscribe to this podcast. On today's episode, we have Pollyanna Reed, who is a speaker, mentor, Forbes contributor, and author of Everything I Couldn't Tell My Mother. Let's get into it. around the corner amazing yeah i get so it so i'm like very true to scorpio are you like a little bit cray cray mm-hmm. very sexual very <laughs> like like need anger management like like <laughs> like all that stuff combined <laughs> very passionate about what i do too yes i my rising sign is scorpio and my star sign is cancer so i very much understand everything <laughs> that you're um so you do a lot of different things Mm-hmm. Do you want to kind of just like explain to the listeners what you do and then we'll kind of get into how you started and stuff? Yeah, sure. So on a high level, I guess you can say that I'm a writer, speaker, a millennial mentor. So I'll break it down a little bit. So as a writer, I'm an author of a book called Everything I Couldn't Tell My Mother. I am a journalist. So I contribute to Forbes.com um, and other publications and um, as far as speaking, I do a lot of speaking both here and in the States at schools and women's conferences, um, anti-bullying, mental health, female empowerment. And then as a millennial mentor, I own a business called New Girl on the Block. And so that is like a consultancy mentorship program for female startups. Um, but we don't just limit our services to female startups. I also like I've worked with homeless youth and prostitutes and strippers and just like really helping them like um, realize their worth amazing yes amazing i don't know about you but for me like the reason why i got into a lot of the work that i'm doing like especially with women is from my own personal experience mm-hmm. what was it that made you that like kind of drove you to have this career path because it seems like everything you're doing even though you're doing so many different jobs still touches on the same kind of like underlying theme yeah you know? i think for me like so i dropped out of college my second year and uh having mentors in my corner have always been like that is the reason why I am where I am today. And so having mentors in my corner has been, uh, uh, has built my confidence and self-esteem um, and has really put me in a place of uh, feeling empowered and like understanding that like I can literally do anything that I put my mind to. And I really hate that phrase, but like so everything true. that I've put on my vision board, everything that I've written down, every single thing has come to pass because I had a woman invest in me, important to me. And so I wanted, I felt obligated to give that back. I wanted to give that back. And through the mentorship, we offer like so many different types of, you know, I, we take the time to really learn about the individuals that come through our mentorship program. And so like our curriculums are very custom fit to their needs, whether they need, you know, financial aid for tuition, or maybe, you know, we put them on a plane and send them to New York because, you know, there's a field trip or there's a particular show or something that they need to do out there in order to really like see the world. I find that a lot of millennial women that I, that I meet, they don't think outside their block. Um, so a lot of times I'm meeting people who are very green and haven't yet experienced like a lot of things that I've already experienced. And so for me, I really want to open their eyes as to like what's possible for them. 
So it's about making them hella uncomfortable, whether it's putting them on a plane or sticking them in a room full of people and like teaching them how to network and, and be you know very intentional with their social networking or maybe it's teaching them social media or making money from their blog. Like what exactly do you want? I can help you strategize how to get there. I just think I need you to be decisive. And I think that's where a lot of women kind of go cray cray almost because it's like there's so many options, but like you have to be specific with what you want. And then that's really going to narrow down like what path you need to take. So how old are the girls that usually, like how many girls do you have and how old are they? So currently um, I have a class of 30. Um, in the last two years I've mentored over 150 millennial women. The average is between, I would say, uh, 18 to 28. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, yeah. Cool. So like that core group, but I also have parents that hire me to mentor their younger like teens that are acting out or I sometimes I'll get older women in their late 30s that will like you know they ha- they're done having their kids they kind of want to start a business and like figure that out tra- that transition as well wow that's awesome yeah that's it so keeps cool. me really busy and like that's the thing it's 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 difficult I don't think people understand like what goes into mentoring because what happens is I'm also dealing with um the psychology the psychological price that we pay in order to follow our dreams. So I'm getting a call from the hospital with one of my girls who tried to commit suicide, or I'm getting, you know, a call, I'm getting, you know, another, it's just, it's, you know, they're crying all night, or, you know what I mean? Like, they lost, I'm I'm dealing with the highs, and I'm also experiencing a lot of the lows. Like real life. Yeah, and I think that people just, I mean, it's not just pretty branding, It's, it's a very, it's a lot of deep shit that I have to, a lot of emotional weight that I also carry with myself. And so I'm working with the therapist and I'm also doing self-work because I need to be well enough to like be in a position to emotionally, be emotionally stable enough to like handle what they give to me. It's so, I think what you just said is so important because that's something that I deal with because it's like, I'm going through my shit. How am I supposed to help all of these people that I'm trying? Because I want to. Yeah. But sometimes it's just like, oh my God, I just like can't even get out of bed today. So like how I can't be of use to anyone else unless I'm, working on my own yeah and I'm not a big advocate for self-care I'm like my self-care routine is very fucked up like I'm also a much a work in progress yeah um but I do like I I've lived with depression anxiety my entire life so for me at the very least I know that I gotta get that in check so like I have great doctors I have therapists I have medication so I, you know, I can come from a place that I can relate to a lot of the girls that I mentor as well when they are hitting their lows. I think that's, I mean, I'm, I talk about that too. Same thing. I've had, I'm not really, I've got, the anxiety thing for me has been something that's more happened like in recent years, but depression my entire life, 100%. Yeah. So that's something that I really noticed when I was like checking you out. Cause I noticed, I think there was a video that was up and it was talking, you were talking about it, like your depression and things that you've been through and how you were just taking things like bit by bit. And had that not been there, it's like you look at someone like you and it looks like you're so strong and powerful and you are. But there's always the other side of it that oh, I yeah. think that like everybody thinks that everybody's life is just so amazing. And it's like, yeah, it's not you flip <laughs> the, you know, like peel it back a bit and everybody's got something going I on. So I that, think it's so important. Yeah. And the, like the bigger your dreams, though, the more like shit you have to like go through. And so like it's a sacrifice that you make. Right. Like there are times where like I've been like really broke or I fought with my parents because like we don't see eye to eye on my vision or you know what I mean or like maybe a deal didn't come through and so like I end up being in bed for three days because I'm just like what the hell you know so like I there's both sides of the fence um but I try to be as 
transparent as possible on my social so people see that. I really try and make it a point to like just be open and not paint a picture of like everything's all good because it's not always that way. So what what is the feedback that you've received when like when you are being that open, when you are being that transparent? Like do people do you find that people reach out just based on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I enjoy it. It's therapeutic for me because mm-hmm. like for years I would say until like high school I bottled everything in. Um, and so my breaking point came in my second year before I dropped out, I tried to commit suicide twice. And so when I went through that recovery process, like for me, it was like, okay, like from now on, like, I'm just going to be me. Like, I'm going to take off the mask and just like be open and honest with my feelings because bottling them in and just like not telling anybody, like almost cost me my life. So now it's just like, I really don't care what people say. I mean, there's, there are critics or people that, you know, whatever always and my parents used to you know um they used to think that I was embarrassing them because you know like a lot of you know when you bring up um deep-rooted issues right like your parents you know my parents just assume like oh my gosh like what are you doing to our family name like like why are you putting all your business out there people are not gonna think you know my you know the image right gets ruined um but like I just don't I don't care like I don't I don't care what was your recovery process like after that like what is the recovery what did you do? Um, my doctor is uh, incredible. Like, his name is Dr. Thick. Um, he's so, like, he's really funny, and he helped me through talk therapy, and, you know, I did a lot of group therapy as well. And group therapy actually was the thing that put me in check only because you're sitting in a group of people who are going through similar circumstances. Most times, it's a lot worse than what you've gone through. And so he, listening to other people's stories of bipolar and skits and like just like like abuse and all these other things you're just like wow like it just for me it it was just like such a a great experience to like know that I'm not alone um and I think like that's like the underlying message to whatever I do is just like showing people that like yeah you're going through shit but like you're not alone in this like there are so many other women and girls that are going through the same thing and we're all in this together so like stand on the shoulders of giants people who are smarter people who are stronger and like just people who can see clearly yeah exactly and just kind of ride the wave and so like i've mentors have been a huge part of that for me my doctors have been a huge part of that for me my parents have now come around since they're more educated on mental health um so like it's the only way that i know how to uh climb out of any holes gradually so it's literally a, like a day-by-day process right yeah that's amazing it's I hard mean, it's amazing that but it's amazing that you're taking responsibility and doing the work. Yeah. You know, and also being vocal about it because like I said, especially I just find in this culture and the way it the way things are presented now, it just seems like everybody's like on cloud nine. Yeah. And that's not the case. Where do you think you got this work ethic from? Definitely dad. Like yeah. dad's Jamaican, has a million jobs, and he's really good at everything that he does. And like he does not go to sleep for the night unless he feels like he deserves it. Unless he put in like a hard day's work. Wow. And like I have that same mentality, like I also played sports when I was younger. I was a competitive swimmer for 11 years. And so like from the time I was like eight years old, I had to get up for swim practice at 5 a.m. before school. Then I would go to school, then go back in the gym for two hours and back in the pool for two more hours. That was like, like that was like a good chunk of my childhood. It's like you're training when you're a kid. Yeah, right. What you're doing now. Yeah. So now every single day I wake up at like 4.35. Like, and that's just like how I live my life. I mean, I'm not the biggest believer in, like, this balance thing that everybody talks about. I don't like, think balance exists at I don't, all. Like, I don't think so either. Everything's There's, mashed up to me. 
that and like ebbs and flows like sometimes your work is going to be 100% your priority and then other times it's going to be your friends and family like it's yeah. kind of like up and down so it's like balanced at different points yeah I don't I, know if that's just not the word for me but I 100% agree like balance does not exist and people who decide to try and chase it are going to fail I just did an interview with Global News about ambitious women who oh my gosh I don't want to mess this up ambitious women who prioritize their career instead mm-hmm. of love right mm-hmm. and like it was an argument about like is that the reason why they're successful right mm-hmm. um so like we talked about balance but like you you mentioned friendships but you didn't mention romantic relationships and so like, like for not me, even on my mind yeah yeah <laughs> like I'm not even honestly yeah like <laughs> and so like that was my perspective right I feel like I only I, I am where I am because I don't entertain fuck boys because I'm not distracted um and um, I've already in my mind, so like the greatest accomplishment of my life will be to be a mommy. Like I can't not wait. Um, and for me, like I've already talked to my doctor about IVF in a few years if I don't meet anybody. So for me, it's because I have that in place. I'm like now, like I'm, I'm not hunting, I'm not chasing. If it happens, it happens. But if not, I'm still gonna be a mom, so I'm good. You know what I mean? This is just coming from my experience. I just thought I'd ask as you were speaking, it popped in my head. But yeah. how do, how has your been? How has it been? Um, how has your experience been in dealing with men with your type of ambition and personality and your like you just exude yeah. strength to me it's very it's, it's difficult um, I think men love the idea of me but the reality is like not like it just it doesn't work I either end up dating workaholics and we're in bed on our laptops all night and that's date night or on the flip side when I do decide you know, when I have decided to date someone who's regular, schmegler, degler, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they cannot keep up with my schedule, and it's like, I can't just drop things at the And drop they don't get it. Yeah, and then I can't, like, I like to come home and strategize. Like, for me, I, I need to be in a relationship or a marriage that makes, that's not just about love and feelings, but it also makes financial and business sense. Right? And lo- a lot of people are just like, like, how? Why? No, like, I totally get it. It can't just be about love. Like, it cannot just be about love. I just can't. I've seen people go in for love, and I've seen what that does. Like for me, it has to be all like all encompassing. It has well, to be. Well, I mean, I can agree with that because I've done it. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, well, who cares how much money they make or what they do or da da da? Because I'm doing me, and yeah. like this is just about like the love and the feelings, and that doesn't last very long. I actually want a stay-at-home husband, um, who's like, who maybe runs an at-home business or like. I don't know, I don't think, I want to have the babies, but I don't know if I'm going to be home every day at five. I travel a lot to New York, I, like I'm all over the place, um, but who knows, when I have a kid, that may change completely, but I do think my family's not going to be like super traditional. I think we're going to be on the road and just like all, you know what I mean? It's just going to be like a mashup of like no balance at all. Like for me, it's just like, like I've just seen too many examples, especially like with my millennial friends or like they wake up one day, they turn over, don't like their partner, ready to divorce. Or like, yeah, like, just very, like, what I thought it was, now that perfect picture is, like, literally, like, pounded to the ground. It's just, like, it's so, it's not, you know what I mean? It's just, it sucks. Like, you grew up thinking fairy tales exist, and now I literally don't believe in fairy tales. Like, I'm just not, I'm just not there. And thank God there's so many options for women, whether you're single or taken, to still be a mom, to still have a full life. but online dating you should definitely try it like it's very interesting i i enjoy the process very much and makes for a good story honestly that's my problem with it though i've tried it for like a week and then i was like because i don't have the patience for it you need you need to have patience that's my problem 
Like, how do you meet people just naturally? Like, just like. Pretty much, which doesn't. I don't go out, so I I don't either. That's the problem. Like I don't I don't go anywhere so I'll never meet anybody unless they pick me up on like Insta or Facebook or something. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. my friends laugh. They're like, "So you don't want to go anywhere? You don't want to own online yeah. date? Like it's your problem now." Like and yeah. I was like, hundred percent." Right. I I do long distance too. I like long distance like relationships long distance because too. I like space. Me too. Um, I want to like has... miss you and then we can like go on a trip and right, see each other. Like exactly. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Do you want to live uh, here forever in Canada? I want to. Uh, as long as Trump's president, like, I want to move to New York ideally, maybe in a few years, like, not right now, but I like the idea of going back and forth, though. But, um, I feel like a lot of people, like, no one moves to Toronto for career opportunities. I feel like people move out of Toronto. That's why I asked. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. love being in the States. I make the most incredible connections when I'm in the States. And it's quickly. It's, like, almost, mm-hmm. almost every time I go, even if I'm just going and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to vacation, but I'm a workaholic, so that never happens. Yeah. And... You just meet, I'm like, I tell my friends, and especially in LA and New York, I'm like, you don't understand yeah. how, e- like, you it's don't understand incre- the connections you can make here that, like, we can't. And people are so generous with their resources and with their, tw- like, with everything. And I just, I, it's like, I come to Toronto and I get sad. I, I get too. so sad. It's, it's really hard. People, I, like, people who have never stepped out of Toronto or, like, it's just I, I will go over to the stage for like a coffee like that's how like good it is over there you know what I mean because I know that coffee is going to open up a world of opportunity for me no, um, and probably. some of my biggest clients honestly let's talk about cutting the check like some of my biggest clients are in the states and that currency is like way better for my bank account too so that's the kind of ceiling that I've hit right now because I've been mm-hmm. doing I mean just everything I'm doing has kind of hit a ceiling a little bit yeah. and it's like a financial ceiling. Yeah. Like we have amazing resources when it comes to creatives and like there's so many talented people and we yeah. all know all that, but when it comes to like I need money to make the things that I want to have happen. Right, right. It's like really really difficult here. So that's one thing where I'm like I I got to I got to do something. Are you looking into grants and such? Yeah, I've like I had I've had a couple of grants like people like help me write them and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just nothing has gone through yet and like we've been we've had to go like sponsorship routes and you know the whole all for of it. sure for but sure. it is even even when you get them it's a lot less yeah you know for what you're doing so yeah that's why i ask because i always it's i'm really always curious easy. i've met like quite a few like venture capitalists in the states like i find that like there's just through conversation and friendships and referrals like you meet people who are willing to invest in you um so yeah like i don't doubt that like you'll you'll break through that you'll have your tipping point you just probably need to cross the border. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad lives there, so yeah. luckily I'm like... Whereabouts? He just moved to Miami, but he was in L.A. for a long, long time. Cool. So I'm like finishing up my paperwork now to go. But anyway, <laughs> I, just, I just... That's why I asked, because I know a lot of people that like have been able to be successful here, but I'm always wondering, I'm like, so do you want to stay? Because I know that it can be limiting, even though mm-hmm. it is a great place to live, but it is so new and it's much smaller. Yeah. And I also... Like what you mentioned is very true. Like... Because it is smaller and competitive, people are not as, you know, free with the resources they have or, you know. But the thing is, if you're dope, like, you shouldn't worry about what anyone else is doing. Like, if you're really no, that totally. good, like, so, like, what are you holding on to your resources for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, if you're, you know, like, why do you feel threatened? Actually, in my head, like, you can only hate someone because you want to be them. You like something about them. There's something, you know what I mean? Like. You can't, like, people who hate on people, you don't just do that for no reason. There's something about them that you're attracted. That goes through my head all the time, too. 
And I'll be like, why am I sitting here worried? Like, I'm me. I can do whatever I need to yeah. do. Like, it's like those stupid Instagram quotes. It's like, no one can be you, though. So it's like, For sure. who cares? You yeah. Know? But I- it is hard to work through. And if you can move past it, it's like there's, there's value in it. Yeah. Because like you said, you can learn from this person. You have a relationship with this person. You never know where that will lead. Yeah, for Whereas, sure. Whereas, like, keeping everything here and, like, this, like, fear of this famine thing, it's, like... Yeah, and I just feel like when it comes to, like, women, it's also... it's It can be hard to make friends with women. It can be hard to, like, navigate because, like, everyone's just... Everyone's trying to figure it out, but everyone's also trying to look, like, picture perfect. And everyone's trying to figure... Like, on the surface, everyone's trying to act as if they have it all together. Like, it's okay. Like, very few of my relationships, very few of my friendships are, like, so transparent where it's, like... Like, we lay it all out, right? And then I have a million acquaintances where it's like, you, you, it's, it's a commercial, you know? Right. Um, I try, honestly, I really try and be intentional and not be a commercial. It's just, like, I don't care. Like, I just don't care, you know? I have too many things going on, good and bad. It's just, like, it's too much to keep up with by, like, putting on a mask and, like, pretending as if, like, I'm fine. If I'm not okay, like, I will say I'm not okay. Mm, okay, I think that's it. I think this has been really great. A lot, like of, a lot, of, a lot of gems in here. Um... If you could just tell people where to find you, all the places, whatever you want. Yeah, sure. My name is very unique. So if you just Google me, like Pollyanna Reed, um, like all my stuff will come up. There's no other person that spells your name like mine. So I'm on all social media platforms. Um, my communications agency is thewritersblock.com without the C. My mentorship program is newgirlontheblock.com. And then my personal website, which is under construction, is pollyannareed.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. Very fucking awesome. No problem. (laughs) My pleasure.